What's going on guys? Welcome back to the break room. Make sure to punch your ticket and clock out. Today's Tuesday, September 22nd, and I want to welcome you guys back to another episode of the Pre-Market Roast with your host, Sebastian Ruiz. How's it going guys? Uh, as you guys know, usually it's myself and Zach that usually are doing these uh, episodes for you guys every single week, but getting back to school now, uh, you know, everybody's got their own schedule, uh, pretty hectic um and so we just got a lot going on right now but we still want to pump out episodes for you guys so for the meantime uh i have my good friend andy here to step in um also very knowledgeable about the market um very you know one of the guys that got me into investing started um doing it with him so and also probably the biggest fan of the break room podcast if i may say so myself definitely a big fan you know i have to listen to every episode Wake up, have some coffee, got to have the Break Room Podcast playing for sure. And that's what we love to hear. So we got a, we got a loyal supporter as well as a very good intellect here to step in for you guys. Um, but today we're just going to be talking about uh, three uh, stocks that you know we've identified this week. Crazy week on the market, guys, uh, between you know Fed, um, you know interest rates, a Supreme Court justice uh, passed away. All these, all these things have uh, their their small, minuscule effects in the in the economy, as well as uh, big time, um, you know, news going around in the EV sector with you know battery week coming up, a lot of battery updates this September, as well as you know competition in streaming, new companies coming out going public, a lot of stuff going on in this market. And as we get closer and closer to election. Uh, we're going to have a, vol- a lot of volatility, so uh, hopefully we can capitalize on some positions, get in at uh, really good times, and uh, capitalize and make money. And I guess we could start off getting into our first pick of the week, and that's going to be ticker symbol R-O-K-U, Roku. And talking about entry points, Andy, why don't you tell us a little bit about uh, what Roku's been doing and what's probably the most ideal scenario to get into Roku? So Roku is definitely one of my favorite growth stocks. This thing has just been climbing and climbing. Um, with the entry point right now, Roku's looking at about a 52-week high. So it's getting pretty pricey, but recent analysts have been saying that um, they've been moving up their uh, prices definitely a lot higher. One analyst predicted a 230 uh, price rate by end of year. So that's definitely something pushing up the price right now. Uh, for entry point, I definitely say around low 170s, high 160s um, would be a good point for you to get in at. Uh, it's definitely going to break 200 pretty soon. And after that, it's just going to keep growing. It's been a monster so far. Yeah, and Roku is a pretty big giant um, establishing itself in the streaming world specifically. Um, and, you know, they have a lot of catalysts that are pushing them forward. Uh, like Andy said, you know, recently reaching a 52-week high, very, very big push, uh, actually gapped here from the 150s to, you know, the 170s and now finding itself in the 190s. It's continued to push forward, going for that 200 mark. A lot of analysts actually are, have given it price targets above 200. And so uh, a lot of this is due to the recent partnership that has been established between Peacock, Comcast, and Roku. Now this deal kind of guarantees Roku the top bidding spot for the NBC streaming library full of movies, uh, videos, shows, as well as sports. And so now what we're finding here is uh, stock playing off a catalyst, pushing 
to uh, big heights, uh, oversold on the MACD um, and on the RSI. So what we're waiting on here is an opportunity. So hopefully, if we're able to see a sort of um, correction, a sell-off, we, we, we want a sell-off is what we want. At this point, um, a lot more downside than there is upside just because we are at the at the ceiling this past year with Roku and so we're really looking for some sort of correction that we can play off um, but as well that's personally for you know you short-term profiters but um, I wanted I wanted Andy to tell you guys a little bit more about the potential that Roku does have in terms of um, a little bit of a long-term position a little bit more of a hold Andy yeah, so definitely been holding this stock for a while. Um, their growth is just really honestly incredible. They've been growing by double digits consistently just from Q1 to Q2. And just from their IPO only in 2018, they've just kept going, IPOing at around $15. And um, they've just kept growing with their integration into smart uh, TVs. They've been getting into Samsung's, LG's, and those contracts are huge just because now – just by buying a TV, you can get every single app, Netflix, Hulu, Amazon Prime. Just watch everything right there on your TV. You don't have to get like an Xbox like some of us do. Like I'll have an Xbox just because I don't have a smart TV. So that's my way of doing it. But instead of buying such an expensive console, you can just get a smart TV. It already has everything on there. You can navigate through the app super easily. And that's one of the best things about Roku compared to, let's say, like Amazon uh, Fire Sticks or the Comcast or the Amazon Fire. No, what's the other one? Amazon Fire Stick and then... Chromecast by Google. There you go. So um, they're definitely the fastest uh, network system. Everyone else says the other ones are a little laggy, slow. So Roku definitely has a lot of more benefits to it than its competitors. And the best thing is it doesn't have to compete with, let's say, Apple or other companies. It profits off them. The more movies Apple or let's say Netflix gets on their platform, the more people are going to want to watch Roku and they're going to want to use those that platform to get to Netflix and those other companies. Yeah, and I think the key here really is that Roku has the potential to be very active and in terms specifically in terms of longevity, I'd say. And so um, really great company. Um, a lot of people love investing in Roku. Very, very strong foundation. Very good um, uh, vision towards its goals. And so uh, we love talking about Roku. Uh, stock that we, we had been investing in, started investing in very early, but uh, always, a, always a great pickup. Um, and I guess we can just transition that pretty quickly into our next pick this week. Um more so than ever, we just, now we want to educate you guys more on what's going on with um, these specific stocks, and a really hot one that's uh, you know been brewing a lot in the news and making waves in the market is good old uh, Elon Musk and Tesla. Uh, ticker is T T S L A. Excuse me, T S L A. It's the ticker for Tesla. Now, you guys know. Tesla, the wildly successful electric vehicle company ran by Genius, Elon Musk. Um, I mean, what more can you say? Teslas have really, I'd say Tesla has probably been probably, if not top five most revolutionary companies, corporations in the 21st century for me, I'd say probably. 
uh, behind Apple and Microsoft and maybe uh, Nokia and, and other advancements like that, Sony. But Tesla has just really put itself in its own lane, almost separating itself from all other competitors. Um, no competitors really even close right now to what Tesla is. And, you know, their story, um, you know, recently they were in the thousands, but they weren't always like that. Five years ago, they were in the $30 range. And now they've just been absolutely steaming ahead uh, with, with increased production. Uh, I remember when they went public, um, they had only um, made a few of their Model S's, um, you know, not even on mass scale production. And now they had to do a five to one split to reduce the cost of the stock so people could actually uh, afford to invest in it. Um, this year, Tesla's looking very strong, uh, hit a high of 502. And then there was a bit of panic on an overcorrection. And, and what we were talking about with Roku, um, you know, talking about that overcorrection, the sell-off. Uh, if, if you're able right now, if you can just type in Tesla, the ticker, uh, look at the stock, you could see on the on the three-month chart, it pushed very high to 538.75. And then within the next two to three days, uh, this is what we call a sell-off. This is what we call people taking the money off the table. And this is what we see. We see an overreaction to a sell-off. And we see lows of 307. So that was that's really what we talk about when we say over overreaction, overcorrection. Uh, this is an opportunity, right? This is an opportunity to get back in as the stock continues to look for more support. Because unless the stock's going bankrupt, this thing isn't going to drop forever. So just a little clarification there when we're talking about overcorrections and overreactions. Uh, but now Tesla after coming back from the low 300s is now hanging out in the mid 400s um, we had a lot of hype speculation this week regarding battery week uh, a lot of updates on, on batteries rumors about the million mile battery that can uh, travel a million miles and and then just slowly begin to deteriorate which is um, you know a, amazing advancements but we've been a little bit slowed down because of covid and uh, I think we can get into that right now. Andy, tell us a little bit about uh, you know what Tesla's doing and, and specifically what what Elon wants to do um, in terms of mining and, and production for the for his batteries. So Elon definitely wants to utilize nickel for the batteries. They've, Tesla's been really finding that to be the most effective way to get the most use and um, just to be as durable as possible. So they can't hit that million um, miles. So. With that being said, they're definitely looking out for new providers for nickel. They're trying to get as much as they can just to keep pumping out these batteries, especially for this battery day coming up. Um, super anticipated day. Uh, everyone that's invested in Tesla is waiting for that day. That's the day they've been holding on to this stock for. They know it's going to do amazing um, just because they have so much faith in Tesla. That's really what Tesla comes down to. It's a great company, but the CEO that runs it is so just always thinking outside the box, doing something you'd never think. And that's what gets it the hype. And he comes through most of the time. Maybe there's a few backfires, but he's real with us. And when he says something, he's going to, he's definitely going to do it. So really looking forward to battery day. I think it's going to be a great day. And we're going to see a lot of gains that day, especially with Tesla. Yeah, exactly. But the what one thing that you know caused some interest, uh, spiked my interest a little bit, was the need that Elon asked for on the last uh, shareholder call for 
more nickel to actually be mined. So uh, could definitely uh, a uh, product and ingredient in those um, in those lithium uh, electric batteries. So um, asking for more scaled up production. Uh, this may be uh, indication that you know the batteries aren't ready, or this may be an indication that they just need more nickel to keep up with their projected numbers. So. Uh, even though this was held back a little bit from the pandemic, uh, Tesla still delivered 200 superchargers to the L.A. County area. Um, but what the future holds for Tesla ahead is certain that it will be uh, revolutionary, um, you know, market changing, uh, trend setting. And so can't wait to see what Elon and Tesla do in the future, as well as his other endeavors. Uh, obviously, SpaceX, uh, he touches a lot of different fields there. So. Always interested to see what Elon's doing. So Tesla, um, second pick this week. And I will actually turn this over to Andy so he can introduce us into our final pick this week. Uh, tell, him, tell him a little bit about that one. So final pick is going to be for Merger 2, ticker FMCII. Uh, this company is a blank chip, uh, blank check company. Uh, just came on the market, I'd say almost 2000, May 2020. Um, so Blank Check, basically an acquisition company trying about another company. Their target company, which they've already acquired a date um, early October to merge with this company is Tattooed Chef. Now, I'm super excited for this because I can definitely see this being a long-term play uh, a year or two where they can either double, triple, or quadruple um, their stock price right now is easily can be seen um, right when Beyond Meat merged onto the market, easily hit uh, 70 to to $100. And I can see the same thing with Tattooed Chef. They are a plant-based company, which mainly provides um, like prepped meals that you can just cook at home quickly. But they're also in a lot of Walmarts. And I believe they're starting to get into Publix's and Aldi's which is really awesome to see. They're completely organic and they have a bunch of different meals going from acai bowls to Buddha bowls to veggie bowls, wraps, soups. Um, so they got a lot of stuff on there too. And it's pretty uh, reasonable pricing for what they do. And then you can order for the week or the month. Um, what I'm really excited for, at least um, analytics wise, is they just came out with their Q2 revenue, which they grew 96% year over year to a 32, $32 million revenue, which is awesome. And now they're predicting that their next quarter will also grow 95%, which is definitely causing the spike in the stock right now. It was sitting around $14 and just absolutely has been shooting up since August, sitting about $28 now. And it's had a little dip with the market. So I definitely think right now it'd be an amazing entry point. Um, I could easily see the stock at a hundred dollars within the next few years yeah and, and and this is actually really interesting um you know blank check companies a little background on that guys it's almost when it's a company that's uh waiting for the merger or acquisition of another company so just uh to familiar you for familiarize you guys a little bit uh that's what uh vecto iq vtiq did with nicola if you guys remember uh, that pick from early on in older episodes but the numbers here don't lie guys i mean a lot of people are demanding more higher quality healthy meals organic meals uh plant uh 
uh, plant healthy and friendly alternative meals and so these guys are really picking their right lane here and already in such big real realtors like walmart um potentially aldi uh the numbers don't lie revenue from year to year went from 40 to 90 million uh preliminary quarter two growth was 96 percent q1 was 95 percent and i mean it seems like these guys are just gonna stack it stack it stack it and keep climbing and these numbers are really impressive to say the least so um pick number three FMCI and I believe uh, are they set to finish the acquisition in October around there you said so yeah they are aiming for early October is all they gave us unfortunately um, early to me would be within the first two weeks anything later that was going to be mid or late October so really hoping for this merger to go down first week of October so I can see a better buying point right now than any other time. If you wait, it's just going to go up and you're really going to regret it. And there you have it, folks. FMCI, Tesla, and Roku are our three picks this week on the Break Room Podcast. Um, like we said, guys, a little bit of a, a weird time, uh, a lot of stuff on the plate, obviously with school, you know, back in the university, but going to keep trying to pump out these episodes for you guys every single week. Um you guys will have some stock info, so don't even worry about that. Again, I want to thank you guys so much for checking in the break room. I want to thank Andy for hopping on in the mic and uh, giving me some company. Appreciate that, brother. Yeah, man. Thanks for having me. Love doing it. Could talk about stocks all day, so let's. I'd love to come back. It's of course, awesome. open invite, my brother. Uh, again, guys, I want to thank you guys so much for the love, the support you guys have been showing. I think we are really, really close to breaking 2,000 listens all time, which is awesome. Um, now that we're in the Tallahassee area, I want to get as as many of you guys uh, connected as possible, uh, learning, you know, just knowing a little bit more information about the market, and that's just what we're here to do. So, again, I want to thank you guys so much for checking in the break room. Now go clock back in. Have you guys a great rest of your day, and I'll catch you guys on the next episode. Peace.